Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. You are uh, Ninja Ben. Uh, Ninja Ben Ben. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I go with for my like Gmail and stuff like that, just because there's nothing that's Ben Smith that isn't taken already. Um, right. Yeah, so, but, uh, but, but for Airsoft, I've been starting to go by Ghost Bones. If you've seen in Gibby, Gibber's uh, Airsoft's latest yeah. video, um, I've just... Have something different for airsoft, so it's just not. Ninja oh, ben okay. Ben. Yeah, oh, uh, I, di- I didn't know. No, I never saw yeah, no, I mean, his, it's, uh, video. It's literally just started. Oh, like, okay. Because yeah, okay. I'm going to start contributing more and more videos for him yeah. and for uh, John at Shot Tactics. Yeah. And I was like, if I want to do this, I might as well like brand myself. Um, seeing as for how sure. I'm a graphic designer and all about branding. Oh, are you? So, oh, okay. Yeah. So awesome. I. Uh, yeah. So I designed up. Actually, you can see in the TV back there my ghost bones. Yeah, you got the, yep. And uh, so whenever you're watching either Gibby or John's videos, if you see in the little bottom corner Ghost Bones, that's from one of my cameras. Because I bought a bunch of other, I had several GoPros and scope cams, but I bought a couple of more just to try and get all the good footage. I got one of the 360 cameras and stuff. Oh, dude, that's what I want to get next. Sweet footage, yeah, it's pretty dope. Hell yeah. Well, I met you through, or... uh, I'm first meeting you now, but I heard about you <laughs> through Gibbers and uh, John from Shot Tactics. And uh, the big thing was they had talked about you before. Uh, I think when I first did the podcast with uh, Gibbers, he had mentioned, you know, playing with you and John. And then, but the one uh, where I had them both on about the cupcake video, yeah. uh, they were talking about you guys or talking about you. And I was like, oh, I need to talk to this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into that because that was, uh, that was a really cool video. Uh, yeah, and I, I got it all here set up so I can show it whenever, whenever you're ready. Yeah, absolutely, man. That is, uh, that is cool. Cause they said that you had kind of put that suit together like a long time before and never mm-hmm. really used it or something on the yeah, field. I just kind of at it, periodically buying pieces piecing it together and stuff like that. And it was also like during the summer, I'm not, I'm not going to wear all that during the summer. So um, I was kind of waiting for it to cool down anyway. So I wasn't like any, any big rush. Um, And then that uh, January, um, it was around my birthday was when we were playing. And so Gibbers was like, Hey, you should do your juggernauts armor. And I was like, all right. Yeah. That'd be a good time to debut it. So Yeah. It was awesome, man. Uh, What a cool, concept i think or game mode i guess that they came up with and uh and it was cool that you had the you know the the suit for it and then (laughs) they had uh john had his 360 camera on his gun uh i think for that video gibbers had the uh, drone out Mm -hmm. and i mean there was all kind of different uh angles and shots from the drone and and they shared their videos uh, together so that they could make, you know, cause they each have yep. their own YouTube channels. And, uh, so they could, you know, like make their own video that was really cool with all those different angles. It was awesome. Yeah. And I had a GoPro on my helmet. So you were going to get a juggernaut first person point of view, but whoever I went up to was like, Hey, can you click a record? Must've hit some buttons and it got some like time-lapse bullshit instead oh, of video. Shit. So like it wasn't usable. Yeah. Um, but so we're, I'm, I'm going to wear it again sometime and I'm going to s- click my own record button <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. make sure. And I'm also going to have my 360 on my rifle and stuff like that. So we'll make sure we get some um, good footage from the Juggernaut. For sure. Stuff. That, uh, so the GoPro thing, we had to figure this out when we first started our channel. Uh, they have a really nice, easy setup. Like when you click the, uh, if you put the settings correctly, I can't remember what what it is in there, but it'll auto record. As soon as you hit the top button, yeah. it'll be, you know, it'll turn itself on. Like when you hit the record button, just click it once turns on, starts recording, click it again. Whenever you're done, it'll stop recording and shut itself off. Yeah. Uh, really nice features. But yeah, uh, I, that's yeah. one of those things that every time 
I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll get it set up next time. And then next time I'm like throwing all my shit together before the night right. of and like never do it. Yeah, just, welcome to life. <laughs> yeah, so, no like, shit. Yeah, next time. Yeah, and you you have uh, you guys have kid. You're married, have kids, or okay. yeah, I got married and we got a kid. Um, he's potty training right now, so mm. that's fun. No shit. Yeah. yeah, only when they're ready, you know. Yeah, because otherwise they're like, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> they go yeah. hide in a corner. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done a good job. So fingers crossed that he keeps good. it up. So my wife and I have five kids, and out of all of them, I think only one child was like wanted to potty train really early like on her own uh right away and then i think she was nine or ten months no not nine or ten months she was a, a year and nine months something like that like not even two yeah and uh and so the other one the boys we have three boys they were like I don't need that fucking toilet. I'll piss in my diaper all day. Like they, they were like three. Working just fine for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they didn't care. Uh, you know, so it was only, only when it started getting uncomfortable for them to have crap in their diaper, that's when they were like, okay, I need the, I need the toilet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So we, we were kind of like, uh, we didn't really force them, you know, cause we were like, we could, and we could, you know, but it's a lot of work and we had all these toddlers together we we're like, fuck that, man. Whatever. Yeah. We'll just keep buying diapers when they're ready. They're ready. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, he's almost four. He like enjoys going to the potty now. So good. Made it really easy. Mm hmm. They got all these, uh, these cool, um, potty chairs for the, for the little kids now that talk yeah. and fucking all kind of shit. Oh, I didn't know? Know do that. <laughs> yeah. <I> know, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't either. We had the uh, just the basic, the little toddler seat, whatever. A fancy bucket, basically. Right. And yeah. then they'd come out and we'd be like, all right, good job. We'll, you know, we'll give you a piece of candy or something. Candy, yeah. <laughs> yep. That still works, man. That's been working yeah. for years. Yeah, my, my wife had the idea <clears throat> getting like an old style gumball machine and just putting some M&M minis in there. So whenever he goes, he gets to turn the little knob and get himself a couple oh, pieces of M&M That's minis. a cool idea. Yeah, because bro, yeah. when I was growing up, those uh, those candy machines like that, those are uh, those are fun. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They get the candy, but they also get the interaction of like turning the knobs, right? And stuff like they that. do it themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Hell yeah! So, how long you guys been uh, been together? Um, we have we actually started dating about ten years ago, like within this time frame. Yeah, and then we eight eight of those been married. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're here in North Carolina, I, I, and I moved here to North Carolina from Tennessee about ten years ago for a job. Is that the same place that Gibbers worked at? Because oh. um, we were good friends in college in Tennessee. He moved to Tennessee or North Carolina for this job. I was still in Tennessee doing freelance work, and he was telling same me field, about like graphic, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah same, graphic okay. design. Yeah, doing some web development and stuff, and his. The job he had had need of like a designer for like a month of contract work. And so I came over, like stayed in their basement for like a month, did contract work, which worked out great because I knew a lot of the guys in the office because I played Gears of War with them online. Fuck yeah, yeah baby. Gears of those, War. Like, I played Gears of War with Gibbers and yeah. like his coworkers would hop on. So I got to know a lot of his coworkers. So, right. you know, the first day of my contract work, I'm like, what's up, bitches? It's Bone Desk KOA. And they're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and so, like, it was a great month of working. You know, we all, yeah. it was a small company. So, um, we all did, uh, we all had a lot of fun. A lot, some of those people are in our airsoft group actually even. And so, you know, a lot of those are my, still my friends to this day. That's and cool. uh, when the contract was up, they were like, Hey, do you want to like work here full time? And I was like, yeah, give me a weekend. And so that Friday drove back to Tennessee, packed up all my stuff, drove back Sunday and on Monday, I took the day off to just kind of get my apartment together and then started full-time that Tuesday and been here ever since. And then eventually met my wife, and now we got a house and stuff like that. Two dogs. You guys met in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. We met when I was just doing the contract work. Um, but then when I found out I was going to be staying here full-time, we are like, hey, I'm going to be here longer. And, right. And, and now she stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, what a yes, good so. – uh, 
Video know, games, kids. That's, I'm that's telling how you get you. your jobs. <laughs> and, and how you meet friends. And yeah, um, yeah the shoddy in Gears 1 was <laughs> insane. Yeah. Like, who's got the best connection? Okay, you're hosting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, shoddy kills from like 30 feet away. But uh, it was uh, – when I moved here, we all moved here 15 years ago. I started um, – uh, my first job was a GameStop. I ran a GameStop for three years. So the second year I was here, uh, we started doing a uh, – we were looking for employees. We did a um, – uh, like a job fair. So this guy come, you know, all these people come in, there's like 30, 40 people coming in. It was a Saturday. And, uh, so they're coming through and we had tables set up where we could all interview. So we're interviewing. Well, the guy next to me, uh, another manager from a different store who was helping out, he's interviewing this guy. And I hear him say, you know, as they're talking, just bullshitting about gaming. And, you know, he says his gamer tag. And I was like, what the fuck? I play with this guy all the time on Gears of War. His uh, gamer tag was Yella. And uh, I looked at him and I go, Yella, I'm E-Rock. And he goes, what? <laughs> it was so fucking crazy. Like the randomest shit that we met yeah. uh, in that area, you know, that we had been playing for like two years together. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, you oh, may, and, and we're, you know, we're still friends today. Gears of War brings people together. That's the, mm. the gist of the story. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so how did you get to the uh, point where uh, you are in a juggernaut suit carrying uh, pink and yellow cupcakes <laughs> for your birthday? <laughs> so, I mean, going back to the beginning, way back in the days. I had a buddy of mine who was still in high school at the time was talking about airsoft and everything. And I never heard of it. I'd only heard of paintball. And as he was describing, I was like, I was like exactly what I want in my life. Yeah. And, um, cause I grew up shooting real steel. My dad's a Marine sniper. So I've oh, been shit. shooting guns. Since Hoorah. I was yeah, in the Marines exactly. for four years. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so I grew up shooting, I used to shoot, uh, like air rifles for competition. Oh, nice. And, um, I, I I did pretty good. I did pretty good. Like I had uh, several colleges offering me scholarships because there's college shooting teams, and like I had three different ones offering me full ride scholarships. But but then the one college I went to for uh, at the time I was majoring in graphic dis- or computer science, it was yeah. the one school that didn't have a shooting team. Gotcha. So I kind of faded out of that just because like well, I can't, you know, they don't have a shooting teams. But I needed right. courses. Um, but then my buddy mentioned this, and I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. So I went to a event. It wasn't a Milsim event, I don't think, because I had no idea what was going on. I just I bought a gun. I bought some fatigues and stuff from a uh, army surplus and stuff. And I just I went overwhelmed. I had no idea where I was, what I was doing, but I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> and then after that, he got a girlfriend, and I never got to play again. Oh shit! Because then I just like didn't get to hang out with him that much. Right, he, women. And, um, <laughs> so I, yeah. you know, just kind of had this stuff and it, years went by and, you know, I, I ended up moving to North Carolina and, um, and I still have like, I want to do that airsoft stuff. Like it was so much fun. And, um, and, and like more and more videos were coming out on YouTube for it where I could actually see other people play. I was like, yes, like I want to be doing this yeah. and kind of like everything else I do. If I want friends to do it, I just have to start doing it and trick all my friends into doing it too. <laughs> and so that's what I did. Yeah. I, I like got everyone together. It's like, Hey, let's go do this. And like, I organized it. Everyone just paid me the money. And I like did all managing all the money okay. and got us all in and everything. And we did it. I had coworkers and some of my like core group of friends and good chunk of people loved it. And I was like, yes, bunch of suckers. You don't even know. I was talking to <laughs> And, now, these were like um, one day, one day events kind of thing. It was, like yeah, it was just, yeah. we just Pick went, it wasn't even an event. It was just a, you just go and play some show games. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, and then that's how it started. And then, so it just became every month I would send out like a email invite of like, Hey, what time is everyone available? Which Saturday? And mm. then everyone, whichever Saturday had the most, I'd schedule it in. I'd call the place and say, Hey, we got a group coming. And, um, I kind of worked a little deal with the field. So we, could get a little discount because we go every month 
Oh, nice. And, um, and we do a pri- what's, uh, like private hours. So yeah. we have our own ref come. And so it's just our group of friends. We don't have to worry about like other people we don't know that, you know, could cause issues or anything like right. that. Um, plus we're also not like hardcore, you know, we laugh whenever we get shot and killed and right. stuff like that. So we like to have that kind of fun. So, yeah. um, so I've been just doing that, organizing that every month for at this point, several years now. Um, and we kind of have a core group of guys that we go every year. And, you know, when it first started, I was the only one with my own gun and fatigues, you know, now everyone's got, you know, better shit than I got. Oh, all and, the uh, shit, bro. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, so we've been playing some of that. So then I was like, I've seen a couple of YouTube videos of juggernauts. There's not that many, nope. and, but it was like, that's cool. And I like yeah. building things. Um, I'm not really a big cosplayer, but if there's something I like, like I'll, I'll do it. I'll figure out a way to make it. That I can see your stormtrooper right there. Yeah, I spent over a year making that. Um, you then made I, all I, that, that whole thing. Yeah. You, you, it's kind of like a, like an airplane kit or something. You, Someone does all the vacuum forming for all the pieces, and then I okay. get it, and then I have to like size it to me because I'm not that tall, and um, yeah. but I'm kind of broad and maybe a little heavier than I should be. But uh, <laughs> so I like size it to me and cut it and do all the gluing and you know punch all the rivets and all that stuff. And and oh, like shit. it's got to be like screen accurate because I'm part of this group called the 501st Legion, and what is it's that? it's a worldwide cosplay group of Star Wars, just the bad guys. And oh, the shit. idea is, it's the Empire is actually not bad guys. The Empire is the good guys, and we're right. doing good. We do a lot of charity events. If you ever see, if you're ever at any charity event, you see like legit looking stormtroopers or Darth Vader. Yeah, like, like they just walked off screen. That's five hundred first Legion. Um, oh wow! And you have to you have to be accepted into the group. So like they looked at detailed photos when I made that, to see if there was anything that wasn't screen accurate. Um, and then I'd have to fix it uh, before I get accepted into the group. Holy shit! So, so that's that. Like when you build that, if you want to be a part of that group, it's got to be like, like if you want to be in the movie, kind of that quality. Yeah. yeah. In wow. fact, in one of the episodes of The Mandalorian, they needed a bunch of stormtroopers at the end of the first season. Those were all five hundred first members because they didn't have enough armor made. So like Lucasfilm contacted the five hundred first and like asked, <sighs> kind of in secret, like. Hey, yeah, yeah. there's a thing y'all want to go to, not really telling them what it was. Right. And, you know, we're, you know, whoever was lucky enough to get that was like, yeah, I'll go. And then they show up and realize they're going to be on an episode of The Mandalorian. Holy shit. And, yeah, they uh, can't announce that publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking a yeah. million people there. Yeah, so they found out when they were there. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and they, the, the crew working on the show said it was great working with them because everyone already knew how to operate inside of the armor. Right. Everyone knew the walk and stuff like that because, we like the last thing I did was one of the Christmas parades here in Raleigh. Um, I was marching in that and stuff like that. And uh, that is so, cool, man. So I don't do a lot of cosplay, but like that, I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. So I'm like, no, I'm going to do that. And that was kind of my, one of my last big projects before we had a kid. Well, let me ask you like, this: Are you uh, so as far as that group goes? They're just like the bad guy, you know, the mm-hmm. bad guys as, yeah, yeah. as far as the Star Wars story goes. Uh, so. What are your thoughts on that? It's because I, I want to people. <laughs> okay, because all of these years growing up watching all the Star Wars, you know, originally I, I you know, I was I grew up in the seventies, and uh, and then in the last few years, I watched every single Star Wars. Uh, my kids have them, whatever. I watch all of the Star Wars in the order they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. I guess you know, and by the end of it. I did not like the Jedi's. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I was like, zealots. yeah, I, they were religious zealots. I was like, bro. And I grew up in a real strict religious home. And, and I was like, dude, fuck these guys. <laughs> like uh, the other, now the emperor, you know, I understand, you know, doing all the crazy shit, but I was like, dude, I would definitely be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what the group is. It's kind of a tongue in cheek, like mm-hmm. not so bad. Like look at all the charity work right. we do and stuff like that. And it's also just kids like stormtroopers more than like if you just saw a dude in a bunch of robes, you know they may right. recognize him as Jedi, but you see a bunch of stormtroopers marching down the street, like kids like in the parade, kids run into the streets to like hug us and stuff. Sure, and we have to have uh, people like in our group kind of like stand by to help make sure kids don't get run over because you can't see anything in those helmets. I'm sure. 
Everything yeah, from those here eye down, holes are very low, are very everything small. Everything from here down is a blind spot, <laughs> and then anything through here is usually fogged up. So, oh, right. So we, I had to install little tiny squirrel fans in the cheeks there to yeah. help kind of blow air to keep it from fogging up and stuff. I was gonna say those kind of uh, outfits like that. They're probably the ones that invented X fog for the <laughs> yeah. airsoft players. Yes, yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know, that's uh, the Stormtrooper outfit is, uh, in my opinion, it's kind of like the first uh, Halo Master Chief, whatever, you know, Spartan yeah, outfit. Spartan armor type thing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or concept. Yeah. So, anyway, sidetrack. So, yeah, so I made that. And then so seeing people play Juggernaut, like, that looks really cool. Like, no one around in our field does that or anything, at least none that I've seen. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. And then so... I just kind of did some research, see what other people are using, and then I kind of made up my own for some of the other things. Um, for example, the thing that I did that I haven't seen anyone else do was this system to see what team you're actually on. Yeah, see, they were talking it. about this, but they didn't yeah. have it in the video. Yeah, and because that was... Because you didn't have it running in the... Uh, yeah. yeah, I never... In that game mode, I never changed teams. And so the idea is, you know, people usually have a bell or a plate here, and if it dings, you just freeze. Someone comes, tags you, tells you what team you're on, and then you shoot for that team. Gotcha. From there, there's no indication what team you're on. You just, is he pointing that way or is he pointing back at us? And you just <laughs> see which way he's shooting. Right. So I came up with this idea where I 3D printed these little boxes here, and in inside is just basically like an LED strand of fairy lights. And I did a, one red and one blue. And the battery pack's in here, and I soldered on. I just bought off eBay some little push buttons. Yeah. And then just solder that into the battery pack, so that way, oh, instead of a little cool. switch on the battery pack, I can do a push button. So people can come up here and turn on blue or red. I don't have blue. I don't have batteries in the blue one. Gotcha. Um, but same thing. And then I just run the blue and red LED strands through this like clear tube, and it also goes around the back so people behind me can see what team I'm on. Oh, and so that cool. way, rather than just tagging me and telling me, they would hit the bell, I freeze, and then they come and turn on the red or the blue, depending on what team they're on. And if they if both lights are on, then I kill anyone I see. Um, <laughs> and if both lights are off, then I'm, like, deactivated, and I just kind of stand there waiting until someone activates me. Oh, that's fucking cool, bro. Yeah. I love that. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish. The future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Then This is just, you know, like a normal service bill that I 3D right. printed a little block to help hold that. A little um, holder, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and these are just kind of Velcroed on so that way if something comes ripping at me, it, it won't take me with it. It'll just come off and I can put it yeah, back on. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, so this is just like what football shoulder pads, you know, oh, shit. protection and it's just some bulk. So, I mean, I got that at like a used sports store. Yeah. Um, this is just, uh, like yoga mats that I just, I use yep. a heat gun and just where I could carve it. And then I, because I was, I've seen videos where DBs were chewing up the yoga mats. So I just took a piece of black fabric and spray glued it on there. So that way the fabric is like a layer that oh, helps yeah. distribute the weight, the, the right. impact. And, and that worked great because there's like no chips or dings in it or anything. Right. Um, and then so I just kind of have this front plate, which is anyone that's wanting to do Juggernaut needs this. Because <laughs> when your face <laughs> starts getting fucked, like you just need this to turtle behind. Uh -huh. I kept getting shot in the face so much. Oh, Jesus. And at some point, I just, like, couldn't do it, so I just turtled in. <laughs> oh. Like, because I, I, the other mistake I've learned from this is to use, like, a, like, one of the dye masks that's a full face. Yeah, yeah. Because I was using, like, mask and goggles combo, but just 
statistics of that many BBs coming at you, they're going to find mm-hmm. that crack right through there. So I had these welts across my <laughs> face where I just got shot in the face. So next New time. definition for uh, raccoon eyes. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I look like a raccoon that got shit beat out of him. Mm. And so uh, definitely do a full face mask. And then this, this just kind of helps because even if it's hitting the mask – you still got like BBs coming at your face and you just naturally yeah. kind of want to like get the hell out of there. Sure. And then kind of the same concept for the back just to kind of protect the back of my head and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and it also just looks cool. So you took the uh, football shoulder pads and turned them sideways. Oh no, no, they're, that's the it's chest normal. part. Yeah. The chest, and the, the shoulder pads the come shoulders. out the side. Yeah. And I just, I kind of just got some of those like nylon straps and some, right. you know, just to add some like cool bulk to it, but it also Dude, it looks hold cool. It on there. So yeah. I take it on and off. But otherwise, that's just normal football. Yeah, um, I love pads. it. And then from <laughs> there, awesome. let's see what else we got. So here. where where did you get shot the most in this uh, cupcake game? Because uh, where where were your exposed areas? So there was little joints here and there, which I expected, um, and that wasn't too bad. So like, let's see, um, like so these are. Like cheap Chinese motorcycle shin guards that you can get off eBay. That's super cheap. Um, but I used them as uh, like elbow and forearm guards, like that. Because I think I lost your audio. I can't hear you. How about that? Oh, there, there we go. go. Okay. Yeah. So and you know it works perfect for like forearm and you know elbow. Oh, guards that's like cool. That. I use the uh, at for that, and then. I bought several uh, here they are <clears throat> you can also buy off eBay these really cheap motorcycle jackets which I don't yep. know why anyone would wear some of these because the, <laughs> the BBs hurt go along like trying to drag yeah. across like concrete and stuff so I bought right. this cheap motorcycle armor um, and so like you know this is the chest piece but I like lowered it underneath that to be like an ab piece and stuff right I just kind of like hodgepodge some of this stuff together to kind of go around my lower torso and stuff. I had that. And then the other, the arms from that, I cut off. And then I would use that as like the other side of my forearms and like this bicep area and stuff like that. Right. Um, And then so anywhere in between some of these things, I would occasionally get hit. Um, But I also wore like a long sleeve fatigue underneath it. So like you're going to get hit. So like, don't be a little bitch about it. And, um, <laughs> I mean, you gotta have some welts to show off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's the name of the game. But you know, for the most part, this stuff did pretty well protecting me against BBs. Um, but one of the parts that did not go well for me was I didn't have one of the ab plates secured well enough, and it came like untucked. And mm. So when people are shooting me, it was just BBs all over my this side of my abs. Oh. I had so many bruises right here because they just got. Oh. And that's why in the videos. You may see me kind of like holding yeah. things weird like that. I saw I'm trying that. to like use my forearm guards to like protect <laughs> my abs. So it was just getting riddled with BBs. Oh Jesus! And uh, and that that was probably the worst part was that. And then and then like getting shot in the face, like yeah. getting shot in the face, kind of a new sensation for me. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe once in a while getting shot in the face, but then like repeatedly getting shot in the face. For you know, real. especially when it's right here, so close to your eye and stuff. Yeah, kind of scared me at first, but um, you ever think about those uh, Ronin helmets or whatever? They're uh, I thought they, they look cool, but I, I I don't I have no idea like how safe they are or if they're any good. Yeah. Or, um, I've never known anyone's tried one, so I just never. Yeah, we uh, we tested one out. Uh, I think we did one of our. I think we did a review on one. My son yeah. bought one. It didn't fit his fat head too well, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was really good. Um, yeah. It held up with the BBs and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I mean, not, it wasn't, you know, it was just a plastic, you know, it wasn't the, the real steel kind of, you know, where it can protect you from whatever guns, shrapnel and shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It just, uh, he actually set that up originally with uh, his X fog, but, um, it wouldn't sit down far enough on his head Mm -hmm. to, uh, kind of be comfortable. So, uh, I think he wore it once, but yeah, those aren't too bad, but man, it's got to get hot in there. Yeah. 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 L- luckily for us or for me, it was a really cool day. So everyone else was kind of chill. And I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. This is nice out here. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Um, and then these I got from my shins. These are like catchers, like baseball oh, catchers, yeah. nice um, shin guards. So they're they're a little bit thicker, just because so bulky. At this point, it's just kind of for looks as well right. as protection, because. I'm all bulky up top, and I don't want to have these little chicken legs, so I kind of got some bulkier <laughs> stuff to go for yeah. the legs, so it doesn't look like I skip leg day. Yeah, so, right. Um, and then from there, I just kind of some other little other pieces of the um, motorcycle armor I would use for around my thighs, and some of these are like old knee pads that I just like velcroed around, and that would kind of go around my thighs and stuff like that. Oh yeah, because um, I also had some shoulder. Uh, eye holsters that I used that I didn't really use, but they were there because added to the look and, you know, because it's, it's tactical. Right. And, um, and these just kind of went around it and it was all just to protect my thighs so they don't get too jacked up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just tried covering as much of my body. I had like a dump pouch to help protect my butt. Or mm. Two guys that did shoot me in the ass. <laughs> which I'm like... You don't. I have no bell back there. Why are you shooting me from that? <laughs> but uh, but they did, and I knew they would. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, uh, when when I did the podcast with the uh, Gibbers and John, they were talking about John was like, I I didn't realize some of his uh, that he was getting shot. Like you know, some of his armor wasn't covering him. I I was running up close to him, doing full auto and joking I around. And he, <laughs> <laughs> I said, Oh Jesus! Yeah, I mean it's. It is what it is. It's part of the game. I like right. it. It was funny. I mean, it's still funny now, after the fact. Oh, yeah. I've watched that video a few times, man, because uh, it, it was – it's the first time I've ever seen it where, you know, somebody's carrying <laughs> cupcakes with yeah. – uh, That may know, be back a YouTube first. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, man. So how many times did you have, have to run back and forth? A lot. <laughs> yeah. I think they underestimated how far I'd be able to get when I have an entire team of people shooting at me. Right. Yeah, because everyone focus fires once they see me. Um, and I didn't have a gun, because normally I have my M4, and then I was rocking like a double drum mag. Oh, nice. Um, it's got battery on one side, and then just a shit ton of BBs on the other side. And so, you know, no one wanted to stay focused on me for too long, or, you know, I'd turn to them. and then Right. It would be no more. Um, but with that, I didn't have any guns, so I was purely relying on my team, and I and I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but that gosh. wasn't even the worst one. The, the, we played a game after that where one of the maps we have is kind of like a small town. We did like a like a zombie one where there's only one or two start off as an attacker, and everyone's defending the city. And whenever we shoot one of them, they then join our team as an attacker. Oh shit! And then so. And, and they, basically, they just have to defend the town for X amount of time, right? And not lose everybody. If we get everybody on our team, then we win within that time limit. So, you know, as the time goes down, we're getting more and more, and our team's getting stronger and stronger, and they're getting weaker and weaker, and they just gotta pull down the fort. So, we did that yeah. game mode where we started where I was the only attacker, <laughs> attacking the entire town of everyone else. And those first couple of seconds, walking onto the field when they said go. We had like 20 some people. Everyone's just shooting at me as soon as I get in there. Oh my God. And I'm like, just, you know, you get hit once and you're like, ah, out. But then just, so just imagine that a hundred more times per second. And you're, mm. I'm just like covering my face and ducking <laughs> in and just like, if I can find someone, I start just shooting in that area. And eventually I got, it didn't take that long, but like I did get finally a couple people out and they came and then joined my side and then started attacking with me. And, and then that definitely helped turn the tide and, but those first few seconds, just so many BBs hitting me all over. And I could hear them hitting the armor, but then I could also feel them hitting all the, the non-armor parts. Right. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That was fun, though. It was fun. I think Gibbers just posted a, a video where – I thought that's the one you were talking about, but it's uh, – I think it's something different where they were doing like a tag. Uh, yeah, that's different. What is it? Yeah, tag in or yeah, something. Yeah. And that's uh, so that map is what we call hotel. Yeah. It's a smaller map, and so we just had too many people to all play at once. It mm. Just you'd all be on top of each other. But we basically just formed a queue of like you know your team starts over here, your team starts over here. You only send five people in at a time, and then whenever one of those get out, they come back, tag in the next person. So there's only ever five people per team at a time right. in there, 
and then you just you have like three respawns or whatever you go in there yeah yeah that was cool yeah and that's the first video he had with me contributing video so like you could see the point of view shifting back from his camera to my camera and stuff and oh did you have the uh, shotgun were you running i did yeah yeah that was oh that was you yeah oh shit okay yeah Yeah, yeah. and so yeah and so uh we're, we're doing that more and more especially as i have more footage and stuff and so right. our, he'll put our logos in the bottom corner so you can see what point of view you're viewing from and stuff like that. Yeah, um, It was kind of cool because then it kind of had a, a movie-type narrative kind of to it because it would be from my point of view talking to him and seeing what I'm seeing and then he's yep. coming up, switches to him coming up behind me and he can see me looking around that corner with a shotgun and stuff. And Yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah, because uh, when you had the shotgun, you came up around the... Uh, you were shooting... Uh, there are buildings here. You were shooting around this side mm-hmm. and... Uh, he he put a voice over there saying, "You shot a guy that was already out or yeah. something." You know, you shot him twice. Whatever. I was like, I, I, I didn't realize I actually hit him the first time. And so when I peeked yeah. back around, I saw him again. And how I shot him twice in a row without missing, like I took two shots and hit twice. <laughs> I, I'm more proud of that. I don't care if I hit him. He was yeah, right. I did it. Two out of two. Like, come on, man. I mean, it was a shotgun, and he was pretty far was away. Far away. I mean, yeah. You know, That's why I couldn't believe it's I not shot like it's him. It's gonna twice. hurt. Yeah. 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 Should have had his hand up. <laughs> right yeah because i was like how did he know you know because when he said that in the video i was like i didn't know he was out yeah i didn't he showed it i i made him made him out <laughs> yeah that's cool man it's really cool that you guys uh you guys are all there together uh you know play together you have your own chant well you know you're probably going to start your own channel i'm guessing no, nah, uh, I've done a, enough video work in my day where I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this anymore. <laughs> you just film and give it to Gibbs yeah. or or I, uh, I, so I made a couple of airsoft videos like when we first started to, to yeah. try and like encourage the others to do it. They're like, look how much fun we're having. Come join yeah. us. But now that I got a group, I'm like, all right, I got you suckers in already. <laughs> like, you already invested too much money at this point to turn back. <laughs> um, but yeah. now that Gibby is putting in more effort and stuff to it, I'm like, right. let him do it. I'm going to help contribute and Oh, same good. thing with John too. You know, give him my footage so he can use too. I think it's cool, man. Uh, you know that that gameplay with the uh, cupcake. We had all these different angles from different people. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was it turned out really nice. Yeah. Yeah. He did a good job. Hell yeah, that's cool. It's a lot of work to edit those. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and, uh, you've you've mentioned it in a previous one where when you get footage from someone else. You just have to sit there and watch it all because you don't know. You don't know. You don't know where what's it's at. And especially, mm. I'm going to have a GoPro. I'm going to have a 360 and a scope cam. I'm just going to be like, bump. Here yeah. you go. Here's, uh, you know, you play for three hours. Here's nine hours. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I and, you know, it's all the tips, all the tricks. Like, I am going to, like, hit play on all three devices and, like, you know, snap my fingers so you can, like, visually sync all the videos and stuff like that. And you know, that make it easier for him to time line wise, cut it and stuff. Cause everything will be in sync. And so, you know, that's kind yeah, of, that's nice of you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This last, uh, last weekend we went to a Milsim and, um, not this couple of days ago, but yeah, last week. And, uh, I was filming. I had this little like hand thing, you know, hand holder that held my phone and then held a GoPro on the other side. So I could kind of like turn both on and then film myself talking and whatever while I'm, you know, kind of walking around and I'm going after like the 10th time I did this, you know, mm-hmm. started this, started this one. I'm going, shit, I didn't do any kind of cue in front of the GoPro camera to say which, you know, where it goes with my phone video, mm. you know, the two separate, I was like, shit, uh, I'm gonna have to do like a, I'm like, here, hold on a, a one, a two, which, which cut is this? I don't know. Bring your own like <laughs> clackboard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Scene three. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I haven't even gone through the GoPro part yet. Um, yeah, oh, I man. just, uh, I need it. I need to, but it was good. You have a bunch of guitars back there. Uh, yeah. I grew up playing guitar. I stopped when I was about 13 or 14, but uh, I've always loved playing. So what got you into that? Um, my my grandpa played guitar and my dad played guitar before he had a yeah. stroke. Um, 
and you know, my grandpa's more, you know, kind of country folky type stuff and a little you more play banjo. Uh, I don't, uh, but he, did he, did your grandfather? No, uh, he didn't. He was just guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think we may have had an uncle maybe that played it. I think they were all guitar, guitar and bass. I think. Gotcha. Um, but you know, and so like, you know, I played some acoustic stuff, mm-hmm. kind of like play with them and stuff. And it wasn't until I, I was kind of a late bloomer to music. I just never cared for anything I heard um, until in high school. I was playing with my dad's old vinyl uh, album or vinyl player, and I put on and like I can remember when I fell in love with music because I put sure. on ACDC's Back in Black oh, and the yes. intro to Hell's Bells guitar. Yes. I heard that like electric guitar for the first time. I'm like, what is this? And then like right. I sat and listened to the entire album and. And he was like, "Oh, you like this?" And so he like brought out a bunch of his other vinyl, like Aerosmith and stuff. And and then, so then I was I was a rocker ever since. Oh, that's awesome! Um, so yeah, so ever since then I do classic rock, and then eventually getting into like metal and stuff. And okay, now now I like heavy stuff too. So yeah, I definitely okay. listen to Slipknot or whatever when I go to work. Which I guess uh, Slipknot at this point is like classic metal. They're they're old enough. They're older Been too. Around for yep. a while, yeah. Um, this, what about Trivium? About. You heard of Trivium? Yeah. 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 I um, went to their, uh, me and my son, actually one of the guys that's on our channel, Coltrane, me and him went to the Trivium concert up in North Carolina. Where was this? Uh, it was a really small venue, and I can't remember the name of it. But uh, anyway, that was like two years ago. Yeah. Maybe three. We went up there. It was great. I think it was uh, I can't remember who opened for them. It was the one with the heavy metal band. It's got the the lead singer is a hot chick, and she does the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I think the the last big concert I saw was Metallica a couple of years ago. Oh, okay, I love Metallica. Metallica is my all time favorite. Me too. Yeah, um, their tickets are expensive as shit, bro. Yeah, but you put on a hell of a show though. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of little, uh, little fun bands that like I go to that whenever they come. Here. There's one band that I love and I always tell everyone about the Oakley Dokleys. It's Never a heavy metal Ned Flanders themed metal band. Oh like God, Ned Flanders I look from these the guys up. Yeah, yeah, and they so they all wear the like the the cardigan and they all have the mustache. <laughs> what? And it's all like type metal. Oh all the God. lyrics are Ned Flanders quotes from The Simpsons. Get out. <laughs> so he's singing about like white wine spritzers and purple drapes and stuff like that. And I can't, oh. it's a geo. But he's, they're doing like, it's a geo. And stuff oh like my that. God. They're just that rushing is... out on stage. I got and then whenever they out. finish a song, they're like, thanks, neighborinos. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> so that is crazy. Stuff like that I like going to. I saw them. And I saw this with Gibbers and you know, a bunch of our other friends. I I have my core group of friends I do everything with, and I don't yeah. bother making any other new friends. It's too much work. Right. Um, the other band we saw was Mac Sabbath, which is a Black Sabbath cover band okay. aimed with McDonald's. And so <laughs> oh, shit. It's like Grimace is up there, like a like a heavy metal Grimace Get playing out bass, of here. and like uh, the Hamburglar is playing a guitar, and Ronald McDonald is like a demonic Ronald McDonald's a singer. And they play all Black Sabbath songs, but they change all the lyrics to like fast food theme stuff. This is crazy, dude! I can I can't believe I haven't heard of these guys yeah. or you know seen something pop yeah. up. They're great because I'm always checking out like you know metal metal stuff. Yeah, they're they're just really fun because that is cool. They're just guys having fun, and they got big enough to where they can tour around the country right. and stuff. And uh, that's pretty fun stuff. That's <laughs> cool, man. I like doing a lot of that. I think one of my buddies said Testament is coming. Mm. So I'm going to go check them out. Um, I like some of their songs. Yeah. We're um, having a, definitely, we have a concert uh, here in May, the first Tuesday of May. Uh, Megadeth and Lamb of God, I think, is open to form. I can't remember. Nice. So my son and I, who went to Trivium with me, he was going to go with me. So I got free tickets from the guy I work with. So he got them from somebody he knows, whatever. So, uh, and then like two weeks ago, I'm talking about it. My wife goes, well, why are you taking cold? And I want to go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like she likes eighties rock, but you yeah. know, cause we, you know, we met in high school, we grew up, you know, we've been together for a long time, 
but uh, I'm like, you don't like metal. Like you're not, you're, you're yeah. not even going to like, like she's never on her own. Listen to Megadeth. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, now she listened, you know, what I listened to when we were first married, cause I was still in the mil- military then. So I listened to, you know, Metallica, the old Megadeth, the uh, ACDC, all that kind yeah. of stuff. But, uh, so she's heard the song, she's familiar, but she would never listen to it. And I'm like, you want to go? What? Okay. Well, so I call a Colton. I'm like, Hey, mom wants to go, uh, to this concert. He's like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, I think, you know, you know, our kids are grown. So my youngest one's 20. So in the last like year, year and a half, you know, a couple of them have, uh, you know, left. And so they're, you know, she's like, uh, I'm kind of bored. Like, what do I do? Like, I don't have kids to take care of. So when I was talking about it, I think that's kind of where, you know, she's like, okay, I'll go to this yeah. metal concert. I'm like, your right, horizons. Cool. like oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. she's fun to hang out with, like she, you yeah. know. So uh, I was like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> yeah. so, oh, that's awesome. I, yeah. I I love it. My wife, my wife is definitely not into aggressive music that I am into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was telling because I uh, a little while back went and saw Gore. If you've you know about Gore, uh-uh. I mean, are, I've heard of Gore. Yeah, yeah, they've been around, but for I a haven't long seen time. them. Yeah, it's awesome. It's Probably one of the most fun shows just because of the really? spectacle of what they do. Yeah. If if you, you don't, don't go to Gore wearing any kind of clothes that you don't want to get stained <laughs> because it's like a Gallagher show. Like you, I was far back away and I still had fake blood all over me. Holy and, shit. Uh, yeah. No, like one of the, the, their whole, you know, they wear all these elaborate like space Viking costumes and right. all these cool shit. And they had this little play where they had these like um, futuristic soldiers trying to stop Gore from coming over and taking over Earth or some shit. Nice. Gore had them down on their knees and had their giant fake axes and cut their heads off and their oh, heads shit. roll off and they just started like a fire hose of blood all over the crowd coming oh, from their Jesus. necks. They were right. dancing around just shooting everyone with blood and and then they had like alien jizz and stuff and all kinds <laughs> of crazy stuff and I didn't oh. know it. But a lot of people, when they go see Gore, they wear just a plain white T-shirt because they come uh, out like baptized by like Gore blood and stuff because right. they're just covered in red blood. And then they save it. Hell yeah. yeah. It was – at one point, they brought this giant machine that had all these grinding gears and teeth, and they were pulling people out of the crowd and shoving them into the machine. It had oh, just Jesus. this giant tube just spraying blood over everybody. Oh, my God. And I was like, God, I wish Katie could come here and be part of this. <laughs> She'd be terrified. <laughs> right. But maybe maybe someday. It sounds like maybe someday yeah. she'll come around. And be like, hey, yeah. If Gore's still around in 10, 20 years, maybe I do want to go see it. Yeah, for real. Super fun show, though. That is crazy. Yeah, The uh, so I went to see Metallica. I was still in the military. Me and a buddy – Went to see him in uh, San Diego at, at the uh, Starlight Bowl, 1991. So when they were still good. Those good. Those are good years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still good, but yeah. that was before. Those prime uh, Headfield voice. It was. Yeah, and they, you know, yeah, it was uh, It was awesome. Yeah. We were. That's not the one that's on DVD, is it? They have a. It might be. San Diego show. It might like be ninety one, I think. That's yeah. like one of their DVDs. Because after that, well, we were a little kind of we were a little too fucked up. So I remember <laughs> the first part of the show, not the last part. And uh, so uh one of our buddies was you know, there's no internet back then. There's no like social media, like you just, you know, hear word of mouth. And uh I swear I remember uh my buddy saying something like, Oh, I think they're gonna film this or something. I was like, Well, okay. Because uh when I was seventeen I went to uh, see U2 at the Coliseum in um, in Richfield, Ohio, where I grew up around. And uh, I can't remember who opened for him, but this was the, – the concert they did was right after Bono had fallen off one of the scaffolds and broke his arm. So he had his arm in a cast. And uh, somebody was – when we were there at that concert, somebody said that they were filming – for some kind of you know vhs or some shit back then because <laughs> this was this was like 87 yeah i had the know. vhs tape <laughs> yeah well, of the of the metallica one mm. um san so it was november 
19 it was released on November 1993 in the San Diego Sports Arena. Okay. Don't know what what Yeah, year. that was probably the It was close around that time. Yeah. That was at the that was at the probably the baseball stadium or football stadium. We were at the Starlight Bowl was like a Honestly, I don't know what it was. It was kind of like an outdoor (laughs) (laughs) one of those amphitheaters. Okay. All right. Never mind. You're not on DVD. Sorry. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. That was a a great time. Yeah. And then uh, this Trivium was probably, I think that was the next, was that the next concert I went to? Because once we, you know, my wife and I got married, we started having kids. And uh, it was like, a whirlwind, you know. Well, yeah. you know, you have a you have a toddler. Uh, imagine four toddlers <laughs> at one and and one baby. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we had five and seven years. So uh, I worked uh, nonstop overtime to uh, keep buying diapers and wipes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, so it was uh, it was pretty crazy. So. There's a lot of those years I, I didn't do shit, man. My friends would always be like, "Hey, you want to go out?" Nope. Yeah. yeah. Going, I'm hanging out with you know, I'm I'm helping with the baby or yeah. I'm you know teaching my toddler something or whatever. Like that is uh, it's full time. Yeah, man. And I always wanted to be involved with our kids, you know, especially <clears throat> those forming years from the t- you know like zero to like ten. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I wanted to be the one teaching them life skills or mm-hmm. manners or respect or, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. 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 I, I, I definitely, cause my dad was, my dad was also handicapped when I was born and grew up. So like I oh. would help him, um, do stuff around the house and learn a lot yeah. of stuff like that. And, uh, and you know, I want to make sure my son, you know, is hands-on with a lot of things. He, he grows up out. Like I was, I grew up outdoorsy, which is funny, you know, moving to North Carolina and working with a bunch of people in Raleigh with a bunch of tech guys that, you know, I will talk about going camping and they're thinking about like glamping and like a spot with electricity and everything. I'm like, huh, I'm hiking out several miles and like, won't come back for a couple of days. Oh, geez. And they're like, where do you use a bathroom? Like you dig a hole and you shit in a hole. Like, what are y'all talking about? Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> and so like, I want to make sure he grows up, you know, is a little bitch. And, uh, <laughs> right. And, uh, and he, he's a pretty tough kid. Like he plays in the dirt all the time and I just yeah. love him in it. Um, I want to, Dude. I'm I I'm one of those fools that ordered the new Bronco like over a year ago. Yeah, and still haven't gotten it. Oh um, shit! But it's just because they're so far behind on manufacturing, and and they got like a shit ton of orders that they didn't right. anticipate, and then oh, like a shortage pop- supply dude. and stuff. So there that was is, a lot of uh, people are excited about that one. Yeah. Um. Well, so I grew up riding in my dad's Bronco two that he got like a month after I was born. Nice. So I. It was used to riding in that Bronco. That was our fishing truck and everything. Whenever we go hunting or go to the shooting range. Um, And we had that forever. And then so when they announced this new Bronco, we just happened to be in a position where we were looking for a new family car and stuff. And we thought it'd be cool. Because that, you know, I grew up with that Bronco. I learned to drive in that Bronco. I was like, it'd be cool. Like, we got a Bronco. They got the new Bronco. So let's get that. And that can be like something Baxter grows up in and. Hopefully that can be the car he learns to drive in. And, you know, that's the vehicle we take him fishing and hunting and all the want to get some kayaks. And so we can take him out, you know, as soon as yeah. we can get him to learn to swim, get out there and get him doing outdoors stuff and, uh, you know, getting out there and having fun, not just on his tablet all the time or anything like that. Right. Yeah. You have a mix, you know, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm all for, obviously we're gamers uh, yeah. We like video games. We like movies. We like, you know, it's okay to have all that kind of, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I always wanted my kid, you know, same kind of thing. We we always wanted our kids to have a very broad experience because growing up, like, you're more apt to know what you don't like than what you like. And you got to try a bunch of different things to know. Hey, let's go to the park. Hey, let's play baseball. Hey, let's uh, play football. Let's kickball. Yeah. Uh, go hiking. Go camping. Uh Let's make a tent in the the backyard, (laughs) right? All all these different things. Um, Yeah, just so. Yeah, I mean, life's short, so have adventures. That's kind of 
right how i live my life like go do something you've never done um buying that bronco well putting an order in for the bronco i'm still waiting on it um <laughs> one of the cool things was that ford for anyone that purchases a bronco they yeah. get to do what's called a bronco off rodeo and they have like four different locations around the country for as long as you can get to it yeah you get a free like crash course full day crash course on how to do off-roading and stuff um how to like you know go through streams how to go across big what? rocks and budding and stuff like that so i was like hell yeah i want to do that that is um, cool and it was free for me because i ordered the bronco i just i had to pay for the hotel and stuff so gotcha. uh and i could bring a guest so of course i brought gibbers and i was like hey you want to do this with me and he was like say no more i'm in and so he uh, he and I figured out a time, and we decided to go to the one in Moab, in Utah, because that's that's terrain we'll never see over here on the Dude, east coast. For real, uh, like hell yeah, let's go for like you know off roading in Moab. So we flew out to Utah. We got to stay at this really cool like ranchy type hotel that had a beautiful view of like all the the uh, cliffs out in Utah and stuff like that. Um, it was gorgeous. And then we woke up early that next morning. We met up with the other people, the Bronco owners and the, our tour guides and stuff. And we all hopped into a bunch of Broncos. They took us out in the desert and we did a bunch Holy of like shit. off-roading over all these pretty like rocky terrain where like one yeah. tire is way up in the air. Oh they taught God. us how to use all the different um, like vehicle modes and stuff that the Bronco has. Right. You can do, it's got like automatic sway bar disconnect and you just watched one tire drop down where you can then like re-maneuver through terrain and stuff holy and shit just hit another button and it turns off and it like realigns the wheels and everything oh my god that's crazy um, yeah and so there's we got to like test out and try all these new features and the new bronco and stuff that's really designed for off-roading and stuff like that right um, so i'm looking forward to the day i finally get this bronco um you know get a trailer or something some kayaks and stuff like that and take baxter and we go go out in the mountains and go do have some fun and stuff what a cool idea though that they did to yeah, it that. was really cool because um, it was not only promoting, you know, the idea of getting out and everything, but it was also how to do it like correctly, right? How to do it safely and how to like respect the trails and not just go around and tear everything up like an asshole. Um, <sighs> yeah, dude. And how to like yeah, recover? Cause you... You're going to get stuck. So like, how do you get <laughs> right. out? So they teach you like a bunch of recovery techniques and stuff. Oh, pretty my cool. God, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't know, especially the newer stuff. They don't know the, uh, you know, how what button to use to, to turn the four wheel on, to turn it off. To what what is this, you know, all wheel drive compared to four wheel drive? What's the, yeah. uh, you know, like all the different terrain kind of stuff. I didn't even know they had those built in. You know, the the four wheel drive that I grew up on was uh, manual. So yeah. you got out, got out, had to turned it, turn it, yeah, in. on the front wheels, mm -hmm. you know, to lock them in. Yep. And, uh, and even in the military, when I was in the military, the uh, Humvees that we had, the first ones and the pickup trucks had those, uh, well, not the Humvees, not the Humvees, but the pickup trucks that we had, that we had to turn the, uh, you know, turn the thing yeah. on the, the axle, whatever, on the uh, outside now it's, of the wheel. For, at least for the Bronco, it's just a bloop, yeah. turn a dial, you yep. engage four-wheel drive, um, you can do uh, all the other stuff. They even have like trail turn assist. So if you're going around a really tight turn, yeah, you can turn on the trail or the turn assist, and it will actually lock up your rear, like one side tire. So as the others are like turning, it just kind of drags. So you can do a really sharp turn Holy and stuff shit. like that. Yeah, that's that pretty smart. Cool stuff. Yeah, because you know, I don't know if you remember this. Um, probably five, ten years ago, maybe longer. I don't know, but somewhere in that time frame, they were talking about cars having the uh, front and back wheels turn when you make mm -hmm. a turn. Uh, you know, so kind of maneuver better. Yeah, yeah. And they, I'm sure they have some like that, maybe sports cars or something. But, uh, uh, you know, a turning radius on the four-wheel drive vehicles is an issue mm -hmm. because uh, a lot of them, the uh, the front won't turn very far because the four-wheel drive puts so much strain on the, yeah, like yeah. the U-joint and all that, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. that has to engage. And, uh, and so you don't have a – because you can feel it. Like I have a 96 uh, Grand Cherokee, and when I put that in four-wheel drive um, – you know the low, and I turn the wheel all the way. Man, it's it's rough. You know, yeah. it has a hard time yeah. kind of engaging and turning that much. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a fun adventure. We we also drove by a ghost town out in, I guess it was also in Utah. 
Yeah. And uh, it was weird. It was just like this abandoned town that used to be uh, a place where people would go. I think it was for mining. It was mining something. Yeah. Um, and then some highway got built to where mm. it, it made it easy where people could go do something else. And right. like everyone just abandoned that town. So there was no one there. And it just had spray paint everywhere, like keep out and stuff. And it looked like a tornado went through there. Because it was all just run down and stuff. So naturally, yeah. we go driving through it because we're like, this looks awesome. <laughs> and uh, so we're driving around. There's like a weird little shack that has a post office number. And we did some research. Turned out that's an actual post office that you know Holy people shit. will deliver stuff to. Because we found out that town has one resident. And it's because she bought the town just on a whim. Found out how cheap it was. Because we were like, what if we just bought this place? Like, And say we owned a ghost town. But, and make it into an airsoft field. <laughs> yeah, we, we just had one person beat us by like two years. Oh, she shit. found out about it and she was like, and she wasn't, she's not, I think I'd probably make more money than she does. Yeah, yeah. She just was like, she's an artist. So she was like, I'm just going to buy this town and bought it and now lives there and does like art retreats and stuff there. Oh, that's cool. So it's just kind of weird. Like, oh, dang it. We were like, we could have owned this. <laughs> like, Oh, there's, dude, cool. there are many places like that throughout the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got to find them, but yeah, the 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 when they built all these freeways, there's a lot of you know that story is very common. Yeah, it yeah. was just the first time we just happened to randomly roll up on one. Yeah, we're like, what happened to this place? And then we it was, it has its own Wikipedia page, like so. Oh shit! So we read up on it. It was like, oh man, this is kind of neat. Did you guys take pictures weird. or videos? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wonder if up. Gibbs or you know if uh, if he would put that on his. Um, I know he's got an airsoft channel, but yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah, I, I mean, I we put we got a bunch of 360 footage of I oh, mounted nice. my 360 camera on the dashboard so we can see outside and inside, yeah. and then I also mounted some GoPros on the side. Um, it's just one of those things that, like, one of these days I'll sit down and go through that video. Yeah, and I, I need to. I so I do these family end of year videos where oh. at the end of the year I do like a five minute compilation video of all the videos yeah. I've taken from that year. So every year I have like a, you know, a 1999 video, a 2000 video, a 2001 video with the idea of just having some, some kind of compilation video. So, you know, as our son grows up, he can yep. see like his self growing up, see like what mommy and daddy did before he was born and stuff like that. And it's also yeah. nice, you know, for me just to cope back and kind of relive some of those memories of like, you know, I'll think like oh, I didn't do anything this year, and then I rewatch the video. I'm like oh, I did, I did do some cool right? stuff. Um, so it's just kind of nice because you know I grew up popping in home videos, VHS tapes, you know, seeing old stuff when I was a kid. I always thought that was neat. Um, Absolutely, seeing all this time before I could remember. Um, so I just like I'm going to start doing that now. So when you know kids get older, they can kind of see family videos easily. Because right now it's just a hodgepodge yeah. of Facebook videos and. <laughs> stuff like that. So I figured if I just had a little more organized every year yeah. and I have a family video of every year, it'd make it would be nice. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I uh I did um the like slideshows and stuff for Christmas or somebody's birthday or whatever and put music on it, whatever. But uh over the last like five years or whatever, I was taking pictures of the old pictures in photo albums, you know, making digital yeah. digital copies, I guess. So I would take a picture of the whole page and then zoom in, you know, crop this one yeah. and crop this one, crop, save them individually because those like what you're talking about, where your kids can have something uh, to look at where, uh, you know, when I grew up, you know, and I'm sure you too, you have your grandparents like looking through a photo album, like, Oh, this is your grandfather when he was like, you know, 20 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is the, you know, me and him when we first got married or whatever. Um, I wanted our kids and my grandkids to have videos of us yep. so that they could watch those. And we talked to the camera, we, you know, whatever yeah. for a party or a birthday party or something. And they could watch that and go, wow, they, you know, they don't have to have somebody explain it. They just, you just put it on. Yeah. So it, you know, seven years old. Don't understand, especially in the, in our day now, where these young kids are used to watching these videos and kind of learning from them. Yeah. So uh, I have this whole thing, and I actually have one of the things I did when I was sick. Uh, 
that was laid up in the house, I, um, I had never been into a journal ever. I was like mm. a diary. What the fuck? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I was laid up. I'm like, Roid raging. I, I was like, bro, I need some kind of outlet besides outlet, just yeah. editing. So I got this, you know, bound, like leather bound book and with old style paper. And, uh, and I started writing in it and, um, I look back on it now. I'm like, I've got, I don't know when I started this. It was like four years ago. Mm. And, um, so then I took that and started typing whatever was in there into a word document to save. And then there's a page in there actually that I have for my kids or my wife, if, if I'm gone, where they know all my password for, you know, like, yeah, yeah. well, I have one password for the main, you know, thing yeah, yeah. that I have like a password keeper yeah, yeah. online. And then, uh, and that'll give them every access to everything. Mm. Uh, and I, you know, so anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm all into that where my kids can have these photo albums and videos and all yeah. that kind of shit. That's cool, man. Yeah. Cause I mean, I also had, for it wasn't a lot of pictures, but it was a handful of pictures of my dad had when he was in the Marines. Yeah. Cause he did crazy shit when he was in the Marines. And like, there's, I, there was one time when, whenever you're on ship and you cross the equator, you do some Navy ritual. Yeah. Um, and so there's pictures of that where he's got like puke and cow guts all over his face. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> you know? And then he tells oh, yeah. me a story and stuff like that. And so, I, you know, I, I enjoyed that kind of stuff. So like I create, that's kind of the same deal. Like I want to have something where he can watch and, you know, see the things like daddy going down this crazy cliff in a Bronco and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. Really cool, man. It's been awesome getting to know you. Hey man, this is good. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, it's been a few weeks in the making, uh, you know, trying to figure out a time and whatever, but, uh, I definitely wanted to talk to you about the uh, the cupcake thing and the juggernaut suit. And... Juggernaut life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll have some more video. Um, may try to do it again before it gets too much hotter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll get some more video. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, dude. Awesome, yeah, man. And so uh, I have... know you, I know you've talked with Gibby and uh, John, and so sometime or another, if you're ever up this way. Um, let me know and I'll set up, I'll set up the game. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome. We can, so we can all play. Well, when, uh, Gibbs and I talked, we were talking about him doing that, uh, alien thing, you know, that he's, yeah, you yeah. know, where he's got those alien doll things or whatever. We're talking about doing a, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so wrong. It's on brand uh, for him. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Uh, we're talking about doing a, uh, like a reunion or not a reunion, I guess the, uh, on anniversary of when they were going to storm area 51 in September. Yeah. Okay. So possibly if he gets a game set up, uh, if we can do that in September, I'm going to try to get my guys to, uh, go up there and see you guys, yeah. Yeah. uh, for that kind of game. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Let us know. And we'll definitely make yeah. it happen. That'd be cool. Well, thanks again, man. Awesome, man. Appreciate right. it. Yeah, talk to you soon. All right, bud. Have a good one. L later, bro.